Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading a dream from Christina about parking lot parties, rickety buses, and creepy trailer parks. And junior high crushes and chance encounters. Ooh. Ooh. Sexy. And we're also talking about songs about dreams. Give me all your mixtapes. All of them. So let's get started. Woo! Um, you're going to be jealous of me today. I'm already jealous of you. Well, I've got my Bloody Mary, but Mark's smoking ribs again. Well, I will have my um, Bud Light seltzer <laughs> and my Hello Fresh dinner. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. It's, it's actually, I haven't really had a bad one yet, honestly. Yeah, that's good. It's spring, finally. It's April. Oh, it is April. April. Did anyone get you on April Fool's Day? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, we shall get started. We shall. And I've got a listener dream to start with. Yay. This dream comes from Christina, and she's from Cincinnati, Ohio. The dream starts, my boyfriend and I are in the car. He has come with me to pick up something I bought from the Facebook marketplace from some girl. I go inside to her house, and he's waiting outside for me. When I come back out, there is a large parking lot party going on. Fun! (laughs) He says, let's party, and I'm like, okay, let's go. (laughs) I must have been having a lot of fun, because the next thing you know, I black out. That must have been a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know where we are, some random person's house, I'm going to have a party and black out. These are all smart decisions. <laughs> right? Going so far, to a so Facebook good. marketplace. I'm glad she brought her boyfriend, but she still went in alone. Alone. Agreed. Mm, and then they decide to join this rando parking lot party mm-hmm. and black out. Sounds like maybe a roofie was involved. I Who don't knows? know. But I'll tell you Let's what. See. I wake up on a rickety bus. The kind <gasps> you see in documentaries documentaries about African villages. Oh, no. So he wakes up on this bus. This is why you don't go to parking lot parties. <laughs> yes, exactly. You don't want to wake up somewhere you don't know. She's not alone. Her boy, her boyfriend's with her. I realize I don't have my phone. Oh, my boyfriend says it's fine and we'll be back in time for work tomorrow. But I have no idea where we are. Uh, <laughs> I know, but right? They'll be back in time. They'll be back. Soon I find out we're headed to Antioch, Ohio. Okay. In real life, I've never been there, and I didn't even know this town existed until I Googled it when I woke up the next morning. Weird. Was it within driving distance to get back to work Ooh, the next day? That I did not look up, but I did look oh. up I did look up Antioch, Ohio. And if we have any listeners there, we love you. Send us a DM. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. But their population, what's the population of Antioch, Ohio, if you had to guess? Uh, 35,000. 86 people. But I was way <laughs> off. Way off. I, that's, I just thought I'd heard of it before. Obviously it's, not. It is so random. Like, But I mean, maybe it's Antioch somewhere else that I heard. But like, I was thinking it's got to be big enough that I've heard of it. But no, clearly not the case. How many? 86. 80? A whole 86 people. Okay. Mm-hmm. 36 households. I looked it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> You're doing your research. I'm girl. doing my research. That's right. Small town. So <laughs> she goes on to say. We end up in a broken down trailer park area that has bad vibes. 
Oh, this gets creepy. You ready? Oh, no. There's a child's tea party in front of a trailer with lots of dolls and doll things laid in the grass. Mm-hmm. Dolls are creepy. Do you remember? You know what this reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the movie Con Air? Yes. And you got Steve Buscemi there in front of the yes, trailer. He has the little doll. To he has like- that little girl that he's like having a tea party with. Yeah. Yeah, it gives me that it's kind so of vibes. Creepy. It's so creepy because it's like draws you in with whatever they're playing with. Which, by the way, which is weird because that was just on the TV a couple nights ago. Mark and I watched the end of that movie. That is weird. <laughs> that is weird. Maybe that's why you put the two and two together. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So just, yeah, Steve Buscemi just always gives off creepy yeah. vibes. Hashtag, what does Steve Buscemi dream about? Nailed it. Can't wait to find out. Just seriously. He's so interesting. He's such I, a cool guy. I love him so much in so so many movies. So I would just many. like to have a beer with him. I'd sit and watch you have a beer with him, and I'd throw down some shots while you're doing it. Okay, I I, backtrack. We will find someday when we're rich and famous. <laughs> yeah. We're going to track down Steve Buscemi and have shots with him. Done and done. Hey, it's called projection. I'm just putting it out in the world. I'm putting it out in the world, too. Like <laughs> I'm open to receiving it, too. all right so okay it's weird already she's getting bad vibes from this trailer park tea party i start feeling something in my throat oh it's like a string off of a shirt or a blanket oh i try to pull it out but it's almost as though it tugs at something in the upper back of my throat like it's tied to me Mm. i start freaking out and i tug more but it hurts Oh, God. <laughs> and then I wake up. No! God, I was when, like just getting into it. But then she writes, finally, at the end of it, she goes, when I wake, I frantically check my mouth and face from strings. Nothing. Oh, isn't that just, oh, that just gives me the worst nasty vibes. Oh, that's creepy. That is oh, so what do you think damn it was? creepy. Oh. Some kind of hex? Oh, it could be a hex. Ugh. Yeah, that just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And what Literally. if it was just what if it was just a spider that oh, was in her mouth so when she was things. dreaming and then like she was kind of or sleeping and then oh, she no, was Oh no, no, no. Don't even bring up you're... spiders when you sleep. Don't yeah, I won't. close your mouth. Don't even look at me like that. Okay, what are the, what are the facts, Brooke? <laughs> what are the facts? How many spiders do we eat a year? None. Okay, good. Isn't that what you wanted to hear? Yes, that's what I wanted to hear. Okay, I was like, <laughs> but I what's the truth? Not... What's the truth? I know you know no, this. No, I don't want to tell you because you look so uncomfortable already. I do, but please, please. It's a lot. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Look, look at my face. It's be be calm, okay? Just be calm. <laughs> I'm gonna take a big sip of this drink here and get prepared. Yes, I'm ready. Eight. Oh, that's like eight. One every per six year. weeks. That's too many. I guess they've got, I don't know, maybe they're chock full of protein. Can help you on your runs. Oh, no, thank you. I'd rather pass out. That's <laughs> Well, you know what? You don't know that it's happening, so that's the good thing. That is the good thing. But it still skews me oh, out, just like thinking about weird. how bugs probably crawl in your ear. Oh, no, that's too. not either. Stop. I'm not looking that one up. No, please don't. Because that... that <laughs> I mean, I don't like the idea of swallowing spiders either, but like the idea of like, because you know, sometimes you can feel a bug on you. Yes. Like in your just, mouth and you your can't nose. find it. Like, yes. could you imagine oh. like your nose? Your, your, uh. No, okay. I don't like it. Well, now that we've lost half of our listeners, let's analyze the stream. <laughs> okay. 
So Sorry. the dream starts out. She and her boyfriend are hanging out, and she goes to this rando girl's house to get something that she bought off of Facebook Marketplace, which I totally understand. I mean, it's like garage sales for the modern age. It's the world we live in. I love it. And But, you know, her boyfriend's there. You know, there's probably some comfort in having him there. And like you said, like, you know, our true crime, like you don't walk into yeah. a stranger's house. It's weird. But he's there, but he doesn't go in with her. So there's comfort, yeah. but there's also a little bit of like independence, maybe. I yeah. Yeah, I get that. Well, and then we get to the party, which what did not go well for her. No, it didn't. I mean, it sounded like she was having fun. She said, I must have been having a lot of fun because she backed out. She blacked out. But parties, I had to look this up, but it has a lot to do with how you're feeling socially in your life. Oh. Uh, so things like, you know, if you, you're having a good time, you know, your social life might be really good at this point. If you're feeling uncomfortable, then maybe you're lacking some social skills or you're in need of more social socialization in your life. Well, she seemed to be having fun. Yeah, until she blacked out. So, mm. hmm. That went from, like, up, way up here to, like, way down here. Like, and then it just very quickly. Weird ass. So, I mean, as far as blacking out, I think that's, like, a major life event. Like, it's something that's in her life that's, like, a major, like, stop. Right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like seeing the color red in dreams. It's, like, a warning. I mean, I think just blacking out in a dream, which is weird because you're already unconscious, technically, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like... Maybe there's something, it's like a pay attention point in her dream. Yeah. Maybe it's time to cool it on the parking lot parties. And, uh, <laughs> maybe not just taking any kind of uh, drink from anybody in a parking lot. Cover your drinks. Cover your drinks. Don't trust anyone. Hide your kids. Hide, Hide your, your wives. <laughs> <laughs> so she she wakes up and she's on this bus. And we've talked about buses in the past that you don't typically get on a bus without knowing where you're going, you know. Buses are a destination. You're trying to go somewhere. But ironically, in this dream, she doesn't know where she's going. (laughs) And it's an old, old, like... Rickety bus. Rickety, like, wooden bus. Yes. And so she's on it. She has no idea where her... Her boyfriend seems completely fine with the idea of being on this bus headed to who knows where. (laughs) But, but she's, she's like, where's my phone? I need to work tomorrow. She's trying to be, like, responsible in a way. Yeah. Like, now she's like, okay, well, you know, we I'm all fun. have some missteps. I might have drank with some randos and passed out in a parking lot. Maybe I should be focusing on work for the next day. <laughs> <laughs> right. So here's what I find weird is that she dreamt about this place called Antioch, Ohio, population 86. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the south, uh, if I remember, southeastern side of the state. So I wonder, like, you know, the mind works in mysterious ways that, she maybe saw like an exit sign for this town at some point in her life because it's usually mm-hmm. you don't dream about things you don't know. Or like there perhaps was a news story about something that happened in Antioch, Ohio, but something in the back of her mind brought it up. Hey, it, it was even true for me. I was like, I've heard of Antioch, but <laughs> clearly it was not Antioch, Ohio because it couldn't have been. I don't it's, know. Maybe. <laughs> it's like the Mandela effect. Where did Christina say she was from? Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, Cincinnati. Okay, so she's like in the same state. Same state. So I'm wondering that something must... And I don't feel like... I think that's kind of a red flag in the dream, but I just think it's funny that it's just a small itty-bitty town. Yeah. And if we can get all those people to listen to the podcast, you each get a (laughs) Snicker bar. Every 86 one of you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we get... then, Then I'm... You know, it's already turning dark, but then we get to the point where she's at this broken down trailer park... And she Ugh. mentioned specifically she had bad vibes. I don't blame her from what she walked in and saw, like, from just kind of stepping foot into that trailer park. It was already super creepy. Super creepy. And I think whenever you feel that emotion in a dream, it's a true emotion. So something's 
giving her bad vibes in her life. Don't know what it is. Could be a job, could be a social situation. She's just feeling that something's not off and she's trying to like analyze it a little bit. But yeah, bad vibes is never good. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I hate these dreams. But she's aware. At least she's, she's maybe more aware than most dreamers, you know, like that she should be kind of on the lookout for something right. that is giving her a similar feeling in her waking life and realizing there's that's maybe what she should focus on. Yeah. It's just, and maybe it's about uneasy feeling about a next step in her life somehow. Sure. So like whether that be family or friends or work, but there it's an un, uneasy feeling, I think. Yeah, and she's kind of also lost control of the situation. Like, Already, yeah. She went in, like, I'm going to go. I'd love to know what she was buying. First oh, by the way, yeah, please let, marketplace, let us know. please let us know. It's a creepy doll set. Right? Oh, oh, my God, with like a little tea set. <laughs> so she went in kind of with control, but then she started slowly throughout the dream losing, like having mm-hmm. fun and then blacking out, but then being on this bus, not knowing where she was and afraid of not being being able to be back for work and not knowing her phone was and then this creepy trailer park like it started kind of going downhill fast yeah yeah and then i had to look up a little bit what it means to see like children's toys and dreams because there's just Mm -hmm. so many different toys a children's tea party i mean if i just think of this myself is you know formal but fun it's kind of like the right between you know it's like supposed to be a formal thing you got to all of our uk listeners out there you have your tea time which is great um (laughs) but then it's you know it's like a child's play so it's like it's a fun way of being formal uh what i was reading about children's toys is it often ties to family oh. and um, it often means like strong family ties or strong family values okay. when you see children's toys and dreams that's good I, I feel like it's good that she's getting even though it's creepy and it's giving her a bad vibe that she's very close to her family and yeah. whether it be you know her parents or siblings or her boyfriend or her children or whoever's in her life that she feels a really strong connection and so when things are off like she has a feeling that something's she off she can tell Mm-hmm. But then we get to like the most disturbing part of the stream, the string, this thread that's tied to her insides. I don't know. Like your face right now looks very disturbed. I Okay. Well, the first thing I thought of, oh, I thought of two things and okay. they're both disturbing. Of course. So <laughs> let me share, of course. Please. <laughs> so one is, okay. Did you ever watch 24? No. Like with Jack Bauer. I would have loved – it's on my list. I've never watched it. You, you could still go back to this day okay, and watch yes. it. You could. But I just remember there was one point where he was like wetting down like this towel and like like making it so he could shove it down <laughs> a guy's throat. <laughs> happens all the time. after a certain point, he wasn't necessarily trying to choke the guy, but the stomach would start to digest oh. the towel and start to like oh. pull everything yeah, no. like – you know what I mean? Like destroy him in a totally cruel way yeah, like that. Yeah, that seems bad. That seems really um, bad. The other one I don't necessarily really want to talk about, but it was what I thought about is it's very dangerous. Like people think it's cute. Oh, give your cat, you know, some some thread to play with in that. Oh. But cats can't digest it. No. So it basically just gets all tangled up inside of them and they can die pretty easily if they if they sh- if they swallow any kind of like thread. Oh. Yeah, no, not Because it just gets it's so thin and it gets caught up. And then she was saying, you know, she's pulling on it and Ugh. it hurt. Like, it just made me think like something's stuck there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. And I, if I think of a thread, it's connecting two things together. A string mm-hmm. is connecting two things. But the weird thing is not what it's connecting to is not anyone else. There's nothing, no other inanimate object. It's connecting to herself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it might be 
something has to do with her inner confidence. Yeah, an internal struggle for an sure. An internal thing, yeah. Her self is saying, like, hold up. Like, something, some dynamic is changing, which is hence mm-hmm. why the blackout and, like, the feeling of bad vibes. But mm-hmm. literally, trust your gut. I'm pulling yeah. on this. Is it attached to my gut? I don't, like, it's like, trust your insights, trust your intuition, and maybe yes. rely on your family a little bit for some guidance. Yeah. Or, you know, it could be it could be something big. It could be something small, you know, just like a new direction in your life. But you're just, what's your gut telling you? I think is really what it comes down to. And, you know, going back to the, the you know, the children's toys and whatnot, maybe it has something to do with some trepidation about maybe possibly starting a family or thinking about starting a family. And she's kind of going through that internal struggle with that string too. Like, I have support of my family. I know they're around me because, you know, or at least what your, you know, interpretation yeah. is of what toys are and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got that. But maybe, maybe she's just not sure she's ready. And maybe that creepy vibe wasn't necessarily like creepy, creepy, but like a, like you said, a, a check stop point. and checkpoint, like a stop yeah. and check. Think about it. And you clearly an internal struggle of some sort. Yeah, I agree. So thanks, Christina, for sending that in. We appreciate it. You know, hopefully. Yes. Just trust your gut. You should always trust your gut. Always. Yeah. This is why I always lose at the Oscars because I never trust my gut. <laughs> I just always pick who I'm like, oh, Wait. I think this person will win. Okay. So our listeners don't know this tradition <laughs> you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it just happened and I was away, so I didn't get to watch any of it. But since, I don't know, probably around my early 20s when my brother and I actually started getting along again and we're both film buffs, we would do an Oscar pool every year. And I love this thing about your brother and you, like that <laughs> that you do this. Brett and Brooks, Oscar picks of the year. And I believe there's a trophy involved, isn't there? There is a trophy, unfortunately. This trophy only came about a few years ago. It's it's evolved over time. We used to do like a quarter category, and then we're like, okay. this is just too much. So now it's just like <laughs> 20 bucks we put in winner take all. Okay, so how does it work? Okay, so whoever wins the previous year gets okay. to pick their first category and who they want to win. Okay. starting on the next year. And then, so it's always Brett, by the way. So Brett always gets to pick first. I've won once in 20 years. Oh, Jesus, you suck. It was the happiest night of my life. Like, <laughs> I won an Oscar. <laughs> it was like you won an Oscar, but not really. Um, and so he picks whatever category he wants and picks who he wants in that category. And then I pick who I want in that category. Okay. So then I pick the next category. And we go back and forth till okay. we're all finished. But he Makes always sense. goes with his gut. He's always like, whether it's someone he wants or not, and I'm the one like always overthinking it, like, of course, mm, but I really want him to win, but I don't know if he's going to. And like, I just like stress about it. And of course, I <laughs> never win. And so we didn't get to do it this year, unfortunately, because I was <sighs> away. But next year, I'll keep you posted. You got to so double down I, on it. Well, we are really doubling down because stakes have changed once oh, again. No. Why? Next year. You're going in person? Oh, God. <laughs> that would be a dream come true. Help me find my dress, Mindy. Now you can help oh, me totally. find a dress. I would absolutely be on top um, of that shit. So, no, this next year, whew, we're taking things up a notch. Um, I think there might be a revamp to not only the trophy. I okay. think there might be some kind of, and this is all Brett, some kind of wrestling championship belt. belt. That would seem like but, a matter. And I, I, it's gonna. There's, there's gonna be a tattoo involved next year. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Well, you've got a whole year to watch every single thing that's up <laughs> I'm gonna to be nominated. Get it wrong. And anyway, you 
Does I he get to pick the tattoo is the question? That's kind of where Ugh. we're working things out. He's not that big of an asshole. He's really going to screw you over, though. No, 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 no. Because I think, like, I thought I thought that at first. I'm like, that'd be super funny if we could pick it. Yes. But then it's like, he's not really going to care as much as I am because he's got so many tattoos. I mean, mm-hmm. I have True. enough. But, like, so I said, why don't we pick one together? Ahead of time. So oh, it's not going to be... It'll be like losing, but it'll also be kind of like we did kind of do Makes this sense. part together. Okay. So stay tuned next year. You'll find, <laughs> you'll get to see Brooke's new Please. tattoo because you know Brett's going to win. <laughs> How many tattoos do you have currently? Um, she's counting. Just nine. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> and I have a big fat zero. <laughs> That's okay. I never, not- <laughs> I've never found anything I liked enough to put permanently on my body. I just like my own, my own world. She likes know. her own skin. It's so iridescent and gorgeous. No, it's not like I'm opposed to it. I just no. Never. I know you're not. No, and I wouldn't ever. If I drink enough, maybe I would someday. But and I, I people like it or they don't, and that's fine. I don't ever try to. I love them. I think they're. Fun. I'm the only person in my family that doesn't have a tattoo. My, and that's oh, okay. I'm sorry. And my mom. My mom doesn't have a t- right. tattoo. My my sisters, my dad has one. Mark, my husband has one. All your kids have one. Yeah. I mean, they are little, <laughs> but, you know, they hard knock life tattoos. <laughs> yeah. No, they have the, the wipe off ones. Oh, yeah. The, plenty of te- temporary ones. Yes. No. And I would never like because Chad's like, no. And I'm like, well, you're going to get one. <laughs> like, Does he not joke? have any tattoos? Mm-mm. No. Mm. And he, it's just not Mark. his thing. And I'm Chad and I can go get our first ones together. There you go. You guys can go briefly. on your wedding day. We're <laughs> yes. going to go and get matching tattoos that says Brooke Forever. I love it. It means different things to both of us. But it'll be applicable to both. It I does. love this. I've tattoo. seen I've seen weddings where people have hired a tattoo artist that uh does tattoos for guests during weddings. I think that's awesome. I did not know that. How much does it cost? I'll put it in my budget. Now, you know, I'm not engaged. Yes. I'm yes. putting it, putting in the vault of ideas. Vault of your brain. Brooks the wedding binder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Insane. That, so no. Cool. Yeah. Cause, and so, like, at first I'd be like, no, we can get, like, and I'm not into, I've never had a matching tattoo or, I mean, mm-hmm. I do have one with my brother, like, as yeah. a, a family thing. Yes. Um, but I have not with, like, a boyfriend and I would never get a boyfriend's name. Like, that's like, you know, what they say is just, <laughs> immediately grounds for breaking up like it happens every time <laughs> oh my god yes so um he won't get one i tried for a while i'm like oh come on let's just do it it'll be fun like mostly it was me wanting to see like kind of push like why don't you want one mm. because he's a very stubborn person so he okay. can often say just no but without having, having a reason a reason behind it so he he still hasn't really given me a reason, but I'm like, hey, if you don't want one, I'm not going to force you no. to get one right. ready. But like, I would just <laughs> you take like the little, the little pen you have, like the little piece of wood, and you like tap, 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 tap. Yeah, like old school. Well, okay, here, wait. I have a good story. Yes. So, <laughs> this reminded me of it. So my parents have been married for 50 years. This year, you were just there when we celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary this year. So they met when they're in high school. They're 15. Uh, my dad thought it would be a good idea to tattoo my mom's name on his arm. In high school, but did not go to an actual tattoo shop. He did it himself with ink and a needle. Prison style. <laughs> Prison style. And he got her name spelled wrong. <laughs> so my mom's name is Lynn. She spells with an E. He spelled L-Y-N-N. Hey, at least that's an easy fix. 
Right? You think. You know, it's not like a, a letter in the middle <laughs> right. where you have to kind of fudge it. Like, just throw an E on there. But no, end. growing up, it just said L-Y-N-N, the whole, our whole... <laughs> oh, wait, he never fixed it, like, ever? Not, well, on their, like, 25th or 30th wedding anniversary, he had it redone with, like, a rose and, like... Because oh. my mom loves flowers, and so he had it all redone with her name properly That's, as Lynn. It took a long time to right? fix it, <laughs> I'm sure my parents, they listen to the podcast, they'll let me know if the story is incorrect, but... Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that... If you if you do get your partner's name tattooed on you, just make double, triple check that you've got it spelled correctly. And you're married for 50 years. <laughs> right. Or don't do it at all. Or just don't do it at all. Those are the two things. Just make sure you're going to be married forever, which everyone can tell ahead of time. Yes, right. Because we're all, we're all well aware when we sign that marriage certificate how long it's going to tell us we'll be together. <laughs> so if yours says 50 years on it, then you can get that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> forever and ever. No, that's usually, I mean, maybe that's why they stayed together for so long, because it technically wasn't her name, at least not spelled correctly, <laughs> Right? because they say, you know, you put the person's name on and eventually, sooner than later, you break up. But since but it, it wasn't, wasn't spelled her right, name, then you stay together for 50 plus Could years. Be. Besties, if you have any stories about getting tattoos, what kind of tattoos you have, do you have someone's name that shouldn't be there anymore? <laughs> Tell us about it. We'd love to know because we're like we like that kind of tea. We do. So let us know. Give us your tattoo stories. Give us your dream stories. Submit your dreams, and you can do that by emailing us at remolations at gmail dot com. We want to hear each and every one you've got. We do. Well, I have a listener's dream. Please, I've been excited to hear this one. This one's a little different for everyone out there listening. It is a dream related, but it's kind of a dream story. I think it's not so much about the symbolism as what happens and you'll get to it when you hear it. But like this, I've never, this is such an interesting progression of events that I thought it was really interesting. Can't wait. So let's give it a shot. And this can be an example too. It doesn't have to be like full dream that you submit to us. This can be more considered a dream story. We want to hear it all. We like to talk about it all. Please. So this is from Clarice, and she's in Malibu. So um, why aren't we doing this live from Malibu, Um, Clarice? (laughs) Completely jealous. Can we be best friends? Yeah, please. You can be our new bestie. Please. (laughs) Okay, so she starts with a background. Well, she says, first, I wanted to provide a little background. Perfect. I had my first crush in seventh grade. I just really wanted him to be my friend, and I was always trying to get his attention. By eighth grade, we did become friends, but we grew apart during high school and didn't really talk or hang out. Years after high school, I randomly ran into him in Chicago, and he was now married, and we didn't really have time to catch up. Wait, so they randomly ran into each other in Chicago? Yes. After like years and years and years. It happens. I'll be downtown shooting an engagement session and someone will walk by and they're like, hey, Dennis. And I'm like, how does this happen? This is a city of 13 million people. Like, how do you just randomly run across? He's like, I haven't seen him since like 2005. I'm like, how does this happen? It's so random. (laughs) It's crazy. It is. is, But it does happen. And I think this was a kind of a pivotal point. In this story, actually, because she didn't really get to catch up with him when she saw him in Chicago, but she knew the reunion was coming up. Mm. I remember being so excited to see him and really reconnect. But when he didn't come to the reunion and we didn't speak, I started having this reoccurring dream. Oh, my God. I'm already so invested in this. Yes, please. I know. I'm like, this is so cool. So no reoccurring dream about this person their whole life. 
until huh. they randomly run into each other and then don't show up to the reunion. So now here's the dream. And this is the reoccurring dream. My dream always plays out as it happened in real life, where I'm in junior high trying to get him to notice me and be my friend. However, in my dream, he was always cold and rebuffed me, and I would wake up crying. Mm. It just makes me so sad because we've talked about it before, but like how dreams can affect you so strongly, like good and bad. We're like, but back to Clarice, like I, I, I feel for her because when I actually do dream, few and far between, they yep. are so powerful. Like I wake up and I'm scared for several hours or I'm upset or sometimes even happy, you know, like that yeah. intense feeling. So like just this dream of being rebuffed and waking up crying, it, it, it's just, it's really sad. Very sad. And, and just raw emotion in dreams, especially if it wakes up and you're feeling that same emotion you felt in your dream is so powerful. It is. It is. So she says, now at high school graduation, I was running around the school trying to find him, but I was stuck in the basement and I was lost in the hallways and kept like running into dead ends with locked cage doors. Hmm. And that reminded me, side note. Side story. Yeah. Like high school basement. Like, you know, it was really dark. Mm -hmm. The rest of the school, all the hallways were lit up, but there were some in the basement that were like dark. And then there was, it was in the basement. There's no window. And, but like, then there was like maybe equipment cages, you know, like stuff that you would come to. And that's what I'm, that's the only symbolism I think we can find in this dream. The other part of it is so much more interesting, Mm -hmm. but it's clearly just a struggle to find this guy Mm -hmm. and get out to see him before graduation ends. Okay. I finally found my way into the parking lot and saw him across the way. I waved and yelled, have a great summer. (laughs) (laughs) You just sign every yearbook like the same way. Stay cool. Stay cool. Have a great summer. (laughs) summer. Live your best life. Right. Oh, wow. That's wow. That's new. I just made that one up. Oh, well, that's good. That's that's like a new new one. That's what I'm signing all of our autographs whenever we get to that (laughs) point in our life. Live your best life. And I'm going to say, have a great summer. (laughs) (laughs) Please, yes. Or or stay cool and the O's I'll make into a smiley face Uh, with little eyes. Okay, now I'm on a mission. Hey, you're... I'm looking for my high school yearbooks, and I'm going to see what you wrote in it, and we're going to read an <gasps> upcoming podcast. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you we have really, your yearbooks still? I have them, but again, everything's in storage. I am going to have to, sooner than later, just dive into that bitch and start going through it because, I mean, Please. photo album after photo album, I there's got to be so much, so many gems in there. So mm-hmm. many gems that I need okay. to find, but I'm yes, gonna look for that. I next. would love to see what you wrote or I, I wrote wait. too. So. <laughs> yes, please. I hope it says "Have a great summer." <laughs> yes. So she even she even notes she goes, "It was cheesy, but it was my last ditch effort to get him to even look at me." Mm. And this is when I always wake up from the dream. and my feelings are so powerful that I wake up crying and drenched in sweat. Every time I have this dream. Oh, it's intense, oh, right? Yeah, it is. And okay. everyone can relate to this. Wait, let's just start with that. Like, everyone can relate to this story. Yeah, like, of course. Like, having that crush that, I mean, your, like, first real, like, feeling of, this is someone I like. I hope they like me. Yeah, I hope like, they like oh me. God, what can I do? What can I do to get them to we see We won't me? even get into like, how many boys I liked in high school. Mm, but yeah. there's a big list. 
There um, was a list. Yes, I could find that list. There is, I'm sure there is a list. I, I could find something. Oh, if my God, mom were in don't. town, she's out of town still till the end of April. Oh, but we'll get when it. she we'll gets get back, have I'll have I'll have her help me find something. But like stuff. every every person can just relate to that first big crush story. So I think this is, oh, yeah. is such an interesting dream that's so relatable among everyone. It's not over yet, Mindy. Oh, my God. Sorry, I thought it was. No. Oh, God. Please this, keep going. This is why it gets even more interesting, okay? Okay. So that's when she wakes up every time. It's the end of the dream, but I have more to the story. Yes. So Clarice says, however, the last time I had this dream, the ending was different. So it hasn't changed this whole time since she okay. started having this reoccurring dream. Interesting. This time, when I yelled to him in the parking lot... He came over to me and grabbed my hand. Mm. He stared into my eyes, and his eyes were the most beautiful shade of blue. I was so happy, and then I woke up. I was crying again, but this time it was from happiness. Mm. I had this dream at least 10 or 20 times, but it wasn't until this last time that my crush showed any intimacy. Okay. And then she, does she, I wonder, that's, does she, that's it. Ha, that's it. Does she still, is the dreams, they, they stop now? And that's what I want to know, Clarice. Yes. <laughs> like, let please. us know because this was like, what changed? Yeah. Like to have this, oh, the whole thing from start to finish is so interesting. Like not to really think about this person for so long, randomly run into them and then start having a reoccurring dream that wakes them up in tears and drenched in sweat. And then what happened the very last time? And how long ago was this? I want to know. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. how how long did these dreams last? And why was this last one different where he finally showed her the intimacy okay, that she's been dying for? So we know he's married. We know at least he was mm -hmm. married or it was married at one point. Yes. I just want it to be like a romantic movie where he's no longer <laughs> married and that's why it changed. And she can subconsciously just know that he's no she's longer feeling it. In the she's air. feeling it. And then they're going to meet in a park and then fall in love and dance. And with dance. Music. <laughs> and like, and, a dance? And, and dance with like little animals singing. I'm thinking like in the movie Enchanted. Um, oh, just, I was like, is this a cartoon? No, is it's like, it's, an it's just like movie? a, it's like a musical. I'm seeing it play out like it. a musical and they are just in Grant Park and they're spinning around and dancing and being oh. happy together. But that's not necessarily what it means. So I'm curious. What do you think? I, I'd, I'd really like to hear back from Clarice for some more details because I don't know if, it's meant to be like a relationship, like your dream, like that would be like, of course, the loveliest ending possible. But maybe the resolution was something internally mm -hmm. with the situation. You know, since her, since her crush finally came to her in this dream, is that a sign that she has dealt with the issue and has found closure? Since this was based on like base, kind of real middle school, high the dream school times was based off actual events. Like, it yeah. Was, kind of going through actual events that she's lived. So I, I just wonder, like, after all these years and, you know, seeing that crush in Chicago probably, you know, just brought up all those unresolved feelings, obviously, but it still wasn't then that the dream mm -hmm. started. It was only after the disappointment of not getting to see him again at the reunion. So this yeah. one's this one's kind of a puzzler to me. Like it that's is. why I wanted to see like if anyone has any ideas or thoughts because it could be also something that she was dealing with at the time. Like so you know, we go back to that middle school time, that seventh, eighth grade era era. Was there mm -hmm. something that she was um, internalizing with herself or an issue 
uh, maybe with herself or a, a personality trait with herself that was happening at that time that now she's feeling like she's growing into. It has nothing to do with relationships. It could completely do with just something with herself that she's become aware of or clear about or feels like she's moved on from. And I actually think that's probably that's kind of where I'm leaning mm-hmm. to because it's such a real life dream that it has to it can't for me I can't 100% be just about this crush it's an experience like we said we all go through it's just how she went through it maybe is a little different and maybe it took her a little longer to figure out her place in the world and I think maybe you're absolutely right on the money with that mm-hmm. like she just needs to have that moment it was addressed and sh- and when she saw him again is when it kind of brought up those same feelings maybe she was feeling as a preteen right that really awkward age of middle school god those are the worst years of my life oh god i'm so okay. sorry did you, you look so you look so no. sad just then. Did, i hated middle school did you i mean we didn't mean until freshman Mm-mm. year of high school so did you love middle school middle school was fine yeah ah, i hated it i hated it i hated <laughs> well, everyone I, mean, I hated everything i just did not have a crowd to fit into it sucked that is really that's heartbreaking because it's so hard to find your place. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're so eager to find your place. That's when you end up in the so-called the wrong, wrong crowd. crowd. But yeah. it's so, I mean, it feels better to be in the wrong place than alone, you know? Than no place why, at all. That's why it's such a tough age. And yeah. that's why it's such a tough age. And maybe that is something exactly she was going through is where like The she other just- thing I'm curious is, is if Clarice has any nieces or children in that same age group. Like, just, you know, just there any children around her life that she can feel that kind of same feeling she was feeling? Mm-hmm. That'd be another question I have. I'll have to reach out to Clarice, see if she can give us any more information. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but Clarice, thank you so much. I just want to, and thank you for letting me share like a dream story with you this week instead of more of just a straight up dream. But I thought it was I loved really it. interesting. I loved it. Thanks for sharing. It was fascinating. So yes, thank you, Clarice. Clarice, you don't have to put oh. that in there. I was trying so hard. I not know. To say it the I whole time. I cannot. I love the name Clarice. I think it's a gorgeous name. But who cannot think of Hannibal Lecter? It can never be anyone's can name ever, name ever again. again. Ever. Could you imagine? Oh, we had a baby. What'd you name it, Clarice? Clarice. Like what? Although she <laughs> like, was badass. Like, wait, who was the actress who played her? Jodie Foster. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Christina and Clarice, for sharing with us. And you know, there's more than one way to support us than just giving us your dreams or your dream stories, there's lots of ways to support the show. You can go to remelations.com slash support. You can rate us. You can send us a dream, send us a dream story. You can just chat with us. Tell us something great. Something cool about yourself. Something nice. Introduce yourself, please. Please. And also, don't forget, besties, the first 25 Patreon members get the one-of-a-kind Remelations t-shirt that is going to be awesome. So that's reason right there. But keep the support coming. It lets us keep talking to you and having a great time with you every week. Every single week. We're every here. God you know you love us. damn week. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I love doing this with you. I, I love do. this best friend. And, and we have great, we do, we have a really great support system already. So like, we love our fans. Thank you. I gotta send a Snapchat to my parents because. Go ahead. Because I told them we were recording today and they, they made Bloody Mindy's, by the way. Aww. So my mom texted me this morning. She's like, I put Worcestershire sauce in my Bloody <gasps> Mary today. I'm having a Bloody Mindy. I was like, 
okay. Way to go, mama. <laughs> All right, smile. I don't... Mm. All right. Well, it's been fun so far. I do want to give a shout out to a few of our favorite markets that are tuning in. People that tune in every week. Every week they're showing up. Everyone in Chicago, my home. Yay. Thank you. Uh, we have so many Chicago listeners. Philadelphia, you're up there. You're number two, Philly. We nice. love you. I thank Woo. you so much for tuning in. The Waterloo area. Waterloo, all right. Omaha, every week. Dallas-Fort Worth. Hagerstown. Indianapolis. L.A. I mean, we're, we're moving LA. up in L.A. Yes, thank you. Oh Los Angeles. My. Here we I feel go. Fancy coast to coast now. And Atlanta. Yes, we get we have some Atlanta listeners too, quite a bit. Love it, love it. Internationally, I want to give a shout out to all of our friends over in the UK, Belgium, Italy, Poland, Spain, and Chile. Thank you mm, for being yes. here every week. We Thank love you. you. Thanks so much. Don't forget to send us your dreams because I want to know them. Please. Thank you. International dreams. What do you guys dream about? Dreams. We had we had one. We had one. Dan sent one in from the UK. Which Dan? Oh, I know you have more. Send more in. I Dan has another one, I do believe. Yes. Um. <laughs> but thank you to everyone around the world that tunes in. Yes. You guys mean the world to us. You're amazing. Literally. You. you mean the world. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Don't cry, Mindy. I, I feel you. so loved. Okay. Uh, yeah, anyhow. Uh, yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> so what have you been doing? Just enjoying the day besides the killer workout? Yeah, we did a run. Outside. You know, it's funny because I'm very angry when I run. I hate I hate working out and I hate running. I hate it. And I'm just I, such a pissy mood when I do it. Every time. I, this is why I don't understand it because you, you were never a runner and now mm -hmm. you do run. But you always you keep repeating how much you hate it. But I you know. I just it. don't want to. I don't want to get old. <laughs> yeah, but why don't you try something else? Oh, no, I mean, do other things. I do like strength training stuff, too. But it's just, and I do yoga every now and then. But I don't know. Nothing but you burns just get more so... calories than a run. I know, but you get so grumpy. <laughs> I do. It makes me grumpy. And then eventually, like, now I'm feeling good. Like, okay, it's passed. I got my shower in. I relaxed right, for like an hour. During, you're but like, I'm just pissed off. And we, when we, Mark and I and were running together. that's supposed to be the opposite, right? You're supposed to get that, like, runner's high. No. <laughs> like, it comes, like, like, to me, like, three hours later, I'm happy. But in the me and I just, I just glare at Mark. It never came to me, not once in my single life. Like, I hate it. I mean, I was never a runner. But, you yeah. know, like, even after any physical activity, they're like, oh, it's going to, you're going to get that high. It's going to feel so good. I'm like, when? No. 43 years? <laughs> no. Because I still haven't hit it. So maybe give it a, another year and a half or so. <laughs> Yeah, no, not feeling. Sometimes it. It is, that's it works for people like endorphins and yeah. stuff. That's their, yeah, that's their jam. What do you have? Um, I'm just curious. Do you have plans for the rest of the day? Or are you just gonna nope take it easy? We might go run, go out and have a drink. There's a bar. Oh by my us god! That I has... thought you were gonna say go for another run. I'm no, like... I can't do it after I start drinking. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you there, could. <laughs> you could. I mean, we do like doing the five Ks that have the beers at the end, like that one. I was going to say, best. have you ever done one of those? Because I just watched that episode of the league where it was like, you run a mile, chug a beer, oh. run a mile, chug a beer. See, I don't know if I could do that. I have got to go to the end. I don't know if I could do it mid run. Oh yeah, it's like throughout the whole race you have yeah, to. No, I don't want it. Want it so I don't hard. remember what it equated to, like how many beers. And I'm like, I don't know. Anyone does that? Sounds miserable. <laughs> I think it would just like slosh around in your stomach too much. Oh god. That's well, painful. I don't. From mem what memory serves, I don't think it ended well. For oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, we did one in Nashville 
February 2020, right before everything shut down. And yeah. we, it was a zoo run. So you run through the zoo, which is kind of fun. Oh, you that's see all the cool. animals. Yeah. And at the end, there was a nice cold beer waiting for you. But it was cold out, so it wasn't very yeah, refreshing. It wasn't that great. But no, I mean, if you're was, running, you kind of want it to be a little cooler out, yeah, don't you? Yeah. It was, it was fun, though. I would do that one again. We have a goal. We're, we want to do a 5K in every state, but. I would leisurely walk around the zoo while you ran, sipping well, on seltzers. On a beer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or, or maybe my box wine. Just have it in like one of those oh, camel bags yes, with a little with a straw. straw. I'm like, ooh, zebra. <laughs> oh, look at the baby elephants. <laughs> <laughs> and just like the baby elephant sucks from the mother's teat, Brooke is sucking from her little camel back wine pack. Brooke has learned from nature. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have a discovery show right there. <laughs> oh. That's going to be a spinoff. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I have this idea, Brooke. Mm-hmm. I love my Spotify playlists. Okay. I'm going to make... Brag. I, <laughs> just kidding. Just Okay. I was all about the mixtapes in high school. I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh, are you kidding me? Of course. Oh, I had my angry mix. I had my in love mix. I had boys are stupid mix. I had family. Volumes family one mix. through 50. Oh, give me jock jams. <laughs> I'm all over every single thing. So... Can I tell you just a quick secret? Please. I didn't mean to interrupt. No. Um, never. So I recently cleaned out the trunk of my car. No. What kind of treasure did you find? All my mix CDs that like oh. anyone has ever made me. Like my brother used to make them and send them to me at college all the time. And okay. his were the best because they were legit all over the board. I learned so much about music, but I found them all, hundreds of them. They were just hiding out in the trunk of your car yeah i mean um do you have a not, cd player in your car date, yeah let's not date my car maybe. <laughs> is it a six cd changer because i wish <laughs> that would Remember be amazing when those were like in the trunk and you'd like open oh, the trunk God, and yes put, no my brother had one of those no these are i, I do have a cd player in my car but i who for uses it anymore? the last several years my commute to work has been Less than five minutes. I would always have in like a mix CD and I would learn the, you know, the order of them. And I'd be like, oh, next is going to be this. But it wasn't necessarily one particular song. But sometimes I, like you, would be like, oh, I need to play my my angry mix today. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily one particular song. But every CD, and he would name them. Like they'd all have a special like name, an inside joke or something. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta play it. Cost a buck today. (laughs) I want a copy of that. Or you know something like that. Like no one else would hear it, but I'm like, I just gotta hear it. But in the last few years, I've been, let's just say, listening to podcasts, and I'm not gonna lie. So I have not really been listening to music in my commute for a long time. I agree. I've been listening to. More podcasts, but I do get those days where rarely, because my husband works out of the house, I work out of the house, our kids are usually around. That I, But on a rare occasion, I'll get the house to myself for an hour, and I will put on my mix, and I will pick my mix, and I will just jam out. So it's more so like when I'm home alone that I'm... Yeah. Yeah. But is it the same mix every time? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> is it my angry wife mix? Sometimes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is it your uh, sleepy mom mix? <laughs> it is. No, I mean, there's some good 2000s in there. I mean, no, it just depends on my mood. But like thinking of music mixes yeah, and how much we love our mixtapes, mm-hmm. which 
Wait, no. Then, well, here you go. Going back to Clarice's dream, like Clarice, yes. Clarice's crush. Yes. Did you ever make a mixtape for a boy? I didn't until... Oh. I didn't. I wasn't like... I mean, I know you did. You weren't psycho crushy like I was? <laughs> I don't think that's psycho crushy. I think that's standard crushy. Yeah. But okay. I would... I, I only say not for a crush, but that was like a go-to gift for me. Like It was. I, I would make a mixtape for anyone. And sometimes it wasn't like someone went away once and I'm like, couldn't make it into this one. Here's your five <laughs> mixtapes of stuff Ugh. I think you need to listen to. Because you can maybe to... fit like 15 yeah. songs on one CD. It's not enough. Yeah, depending on the length, you know. If they're like, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin songs, you can fit five. But if they're like pop songs, you could fit 18 to 20, you know, yes. so it all depends. Yes. And I just always would try to put thought into it of who it was the going to. So it was going for, wasn't yeah. necessarily a crush, but I did use that as a gift a lot because music means a lot to me. So anyone who got one realized that it was it was it meant a lot. Okay, it came so from the heart. It, it is a very thoughtful gift. And I think today it's not used enough. So no. all you youngins out there mix tapes make them and listen to more than just the hits is my best advice hit those deep tracks kids because you might find track number eight's your favorite song on the album don't just download the one song you like download the album and you might albums are not even the same anymore by the way like they're not you don't listen to an album you listen to the the hits and whatever but but then you might not hear the best song on the album and albums can tell a story you know what i mean like they can tell a story all the way through but here's what got me thinking of mixtapes and stuff is last week we mentioned we were talking about billy joel and the river of dreams and how that came from a dream right and so i started thinking about the best songs about dreams and so i started pulling together a revelations playlist I'm going to post on Spotify. You guys can follow. And I'll put a note in our show notes. But it's just songs about dreams. And it's a growing list. So if there's anything you want to add to this list. May I add? You may always add. Okay. (laughs) Just shoot us a message. Let us know what song needs to be on this mix. And we'll add it. Brooke, I'm going to put you on the spot here. One song that mentioned dreams that it would be like your jam or something you love. Well, if we're going to. There's so many. There's so many. Songs about dreams. It's not something that I would normally go straight to, but I did just recently hear this like a day or two ago, and I'm like, yeah, I like this dream is, you know, Sweet Dreams by the Eurythmics. Oh, but then, yes, funnily enough, funnily, yeah, let's count it. It works for me. It counts. Um, Then I heard Marilyn Manson's version, and I was Mm. like, okay, it was so random. It was within. 12 hours of each other Interesting. and one was like at a store you know like mm-hmm. that you're hearing over and then like one was in the car with my brother and i love both and they're so different very yeah. very different yeah. but i'm like hmm that might be a sign to be looking into something maybe it was like brooke start paying attention to songs about dreams but that is weird that's the first one that came to, he- to my mind just because i heard it very recently yes but what there are so many so many songs about dreams so and uh, I don't even know where I'd be in. I know. I mean, I think a dream on like Aerosmith because like yes. when I was first getting into music, I know it's an old Aerosmith song, but when I was first getting into it, I yes, was like, I love Dream my On. So good. <sighs> um, I So you know how uh, Spotify does the end of the year wrap up, right? Of this, your most played songs, right? Mm-hmm. Or like iTunes does the same thing. 
yeah. like your most played songs. Um, <laughs> mine was Dreamweaver by Gary Wright. And you mean like Dreamweaver? That's the one, like from. Wow. But it doesn't make any sense because I know that is not the song I've You're listened like, to I most heard of twenty twenty one in the last twenty years. But so. you know, we just started this podcast, so I'm like, I played it because I was like, oh, it's a funny song. I probably played it like twice, but I know for some reason Spotify. Like, what's going on? That's not my most played song, but it came up on my list as if the higher beings knew what we had planned, or maybe you're blacking out. Or maybe I'm blacking that. out. <laughs> maybe you're blacking it's just out. It's on repeat. <laughs> it's just on repeat, and it just it's it's banking up those plays, and that's why it ends up at the top. But of I'm gonna, I'm going to mention a couple songs and see if yes, if, if you have thoughts on them. Okay, number one, Green Day, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yes, good, excellent song. I love it. We talked about Aerosmith Dream On. For all my did you pick that? That was really one of them. Yeah. Oh, I can't I believe love. it. Like, I thought you were just going to give me, like, a handful, and one of them no. was the one I talked about. Okay. It was. Um, for all my Tay-Tay fans out there, um, Taylor Swift, Wildest Dreams. Brooke, can, is he neither on that? Okay. I um, am I am neither, neither pleased or unpleased. Indifferent. Okay. Indifferent. Billy Ocean, Get Out of My Dreams. Yes. And? Into My Car. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Um, do you know Mark's band opened for Billy Ocean once? So my husband's in a band. And Sorry. Like, I know you were waiting Ocean. for a response, but I'm just sitting here with my mouth open. Like, I was not at that show. Unfortunately, I had something going on that day. But uh, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Billy Ocean. Totally that's cool. awesome. Okay. I'm going to say the artist. You can tell me if you can think of the song. Okay. This oh, might be fun. Shit. Metallica. Oh, uh, okay. Um, it's called Enter Sandman, though. That's it. That's it. Okay. Enter Sandman. <laughs> I thought it had to have Dream like in the title or something. Uh, no. Um, okay. But how about the monkeys? Daydream Believer. Yes. Love you that. know I love me, my monkeys. You do. Um, that's all I had, though, so it was a very short game. But still oh, it's a fun game. <laughs> but I do have a story that I want to share yeah. with you about the Rolling Stones. Please. And thank I know. You. Who does not love the Rolling Stones, right? Come on. Uh, love, love. Classic. Love, love. Okay. So, you know the song Satisfaction? I'm aware. Uh, Keith Richards. Yes. Uh, so, uh, this, I <laughs> I knew about this before I started looking into it more. I knew that the Satisfaction song he wrote was based on a dream he had. And mm. so, I want to do a little bit more deep dive into that song. And Please. this is an article I found from InsideHook.com. I'll put a link in the show notes by Evan Blear. But it talks about Keith Richards. That mentioned, this article came out and he said, 57 years ago, <laughs> Satisfaction was released. And I was like, wait, what What year is this? Oh, my God, it's been <laughs> that long. I tell you what, though, if you want to read a good autobiography, read Life hmm. by Keith Richards. It's, is that his autobiography? It, it's long, but it's really good. That's what I'm talking about, because he writes about this in his autobiography. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this... So this story takes place 57 years ago, which to me seems like a blink of an eye. Yes. But 57 years ago, Keith Richards woke up from a dream and his Gibson guitar was sitting next to him. And he wrote about this in his autobiography. Well, do you know the name of it? I know we were talking about this before. Life. Okay. Yeah. Um, so his autobiography tells a story about how he woke, he woke up from a dream, wrote down a three-chord riff on his Gibson guitar, and mumbled. he had like a tape recorder next to his bed. He mumbled the words. I can't get no satisfaction. Uh, <laughs> Let me read a little bit about this. So okay. according to his autobiography, he says, I next morning I played it back the tape and I heard the roots 
of what would become, I can't get no satisfaction. And he goes, along with a good deal of snoring. Um, <laughs> he goes, I wrote satisfaction in my sleep. He said, I had no idea I had written it. I only thank God for this little Phillips cassette player. This little miracle that I looked at the next morning when I woke up, I knew I had put a brand new tape in it the previous night. And when I saw it was at the end, I pushed rewind and there was satisfaction. Isn't that an amazing story? And so that hit number one in June of 1965. And if anyone knows the Stones, you know that song. It's still in and it today. And he's still out there rocking it. Seriously, Amazing. there. Oh, have I ever told you my favorite Keith Richards story? <laughs> or, uh, no, but I'm ready. Okay, well, and I'm going to have to um, try to describe it. Please. But it's actually a Brad Pitt story who's his favorite Rolling yes, Stones moment. Please. So he was at a Rolling Stones concert. Give me all the Brad Pitt stories. I'm just saying. I can give you all of them. Mm. This is a good one. So he's at a Rolling Stones concert and they're playing and someone jumps on stage and is kind of headed toward Mick. And Mick is, you know, dancing and doesn't see it. But Keith does. Mm -hmm. And he says, I think it was a guy, actually. It was a guy jumped on stage. Mm -hmm. Keith, he says he watched it in one fluid motion. Keith took his guitar off from around his body, swung it, hit the guy, and put the guitar back on his body in one solid I had You have to see playing. what Brooke's doing here. It's like, I know, it's like imagine. So imagine you're playing guitar and take you take it off, it off, off your strap, to around swing your body. it around and hit the guy going towards Mick, and then you put the strap right back on without missing like a chord. That's a true professional right uh. there. I mean, I didn't even see it, and it's my favorite Rolling Stones story. <laughs> Love it. Just, I mean, but one, hearing Brad Pitt say it, and two, actually being able to see. <laughs> you know, you got, he's got about. good fucking good seats. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good one. Loved he it. still got it. He uh, still yeah, got those it. Guys still he got shouldn't. It. Amazing. He shouldn't, but he still got it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to, to find our Remolations Dream playlist, we will post that everywhere so you guys can share and enjoy it. Yes. And we take any suggestions. And then we'll have our big slumber party someday and we'll just put on our jammies and dance. That's what we want to do. We're not do. even looking. Just we're just going to dance. There's <laughs> not enough dancing in this world. I love that. Oh, my God. Now I am thinking about music so much, so... That's what you're doing the rest of the night is you're rocking out to music. See, you shouldn't have done that because now I'm totally distracted. Like I was in like the go mode. Like, But now I'm like, now I need to sit down and think about some songs (laughs) for the next five hours. No, you don't. You need to get your shit done, Brooke. You're going to get your shit done. Hey, friends, if you're enjoying the show, which we know you are, please tell your best friend about the show. That's how we grow. That's how we gain listeners. Tell your bestie. Tell that chick that you sold something to on Facebook Marketplace, (laughs) tell your favorite resident of Antioch City, and tell your high school crush how much you love this podcast, and we would greatly appreciate it. Mucho, mucho. (laughs) Thank you again, Christina and Clarice. We loved hearing your dreams and dream stories today. You're amazing. We can't wait to hear more from our listeners, so tell everybody, send them in. But until next week, sweet sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches.